time for the science show where we visit Loch Ness once more, Oxford, Cambridge and Parliament House in Canberra, where the PM's prizes were presented this week. Hello again, Robin Williams, and those prizes were for teachers, innovators and researchers. And we shall meet them all in the following weeks on The Science Show. This time, the top award. Here's how Auntie Serena Williams started proceedings on Monday. Very proud moment for me to be here this evening to uh, do the Welcome to Country But before I begin, I would like to first acknowledge our beautiful Prime Minister of Australia, our Honourable Anthony Albanese. And I just wanted to say and pass a beautiful message on to you from us, from the Ngunnawal people, how courageous you are and how inspiring and how your name will live on. Well, thank you very much. And I thank Auntie Serena and Maddie for the very generous comments. It is fitting tonight that we do talk about science, which is a search for truth. Science tells us that we have a great privilege of sharing this great continent of ours with the oldest continuous culture on earth. One I will always respect and will always do what I can to advance the interests of and to close the gap. It is my great honour to be with all of you tonight as we celebrate the superheroes of Australian science, some of our nation's leading scientists and science teachers, people advancing the frontiers of discovery and inspiring a new generation to discover a love of science. The breadth and the quality of all the nominees gathered here tonight speaks for just how important science is to the whole of our nation's future. Science is vital to solving the biggest challenges we face, from pandemics to climate change. And science is central to unlocking the next generation of opportunities, creating new jobs, powering new industries, boosting our productivity, and helping us embrace new technologies. In a world of rapid change, science is essential for Australia to compete and succeed as a smart, skilled and productive nation. Science will ensure that Australia can shape the future rather than let the future shape us. It's why science, technology and innovation will be high on the agenda during my visit to Washington DC next week. And it's why our government is currently updating Australia's science and research priorities because a great deal has changed since these were last published in 2015. And these updated priorities, together with the National Science Statement, will provide a clear vision and directions going forward so that we can better align our efforts and investments for the benefit of all Australians. Part of this is strengthening the culture of research and discovery encouraging more Australians from all walks of life to study science at school and to pursue it at university. And recognising the valuable role that basic research plays in Australia's scientific strength, 
because not every transformative breakthrough begins with a commercial product already in mind. Scientific discovery is, by its nature, a journey into the unknown. So we need to nourish a research and investment culture that's comfortable with the idea that the destination won't always be mapped out. And equally, we have to make sure that we have the supporting structure in place so that when the next Australian scientist discovers the next cochlear implant or cervical cancer vaccine, they don't have to look overseas for the next step, the commercialisation and manufacturing opportunities. One of the most fundamental lessons of the pandemic was the need for greater resilience and self-reliance in our economy, the capacity to make more things here. So we can back our innovators, translate and commercialise our innovations, build the industries and jobs that support them here at home, and then export them to the world. This is vital to our economy, and it's crucial to repaying and rewarding the efforts of our scientists and innovators. For example, as you know, Australia has been a global pioneer in quantum research for decades. Our government wants to translate that advantage into thriving quantum industries that boost our economic competitiveness and help solve our biggest national challenges. And that's why Minister Husick released Australia's first ever national quantum strategy in May. And our National Reconstruction Fund will target $1 billion towards critical technologies like quantum. We've also prioritised the development of a national battery strategy to help boost investment in battery technology in Australia. And we're exploring the enormous potential of Australia's vast reserves of critical minerals and rare earths. Biotechnology is another area of tremendous potential. And I'm delighted that Australia will be one of the very few countries in the world with an end-to-end -end mRNA manufacturing capability. All of this is about ensuring that discoveries we make in Australia become products made in Australia. Friends, whether you are being honoured here tonight as an outstanding scientist or an outstanding educator of scientists, I want to conclude by saying that Australia is lucky to have you. Congratulations to all of the nominees tonight. Congratulations, of course, to the winners in advance. Thank you for everything you do, and it's my great honour to be here spending this evening with you. Thanks very much. Have a great night. Prime Minister, thank you so much. Thank you for those inspiring words. And now let us begin presenting prizes to the 2023 recipients. Our first prize this evening is the Prime Minister's Prize for Science. Prime Minister, can you please announce the recipient of this prize? The recipient of the 2023 Prime Minister's Prize for Science is Professor Michelle Simmons, AO.
As a young person, I really loved describing the world with English, in writing. But then in my early teenage years, I realized that you could describe the world mathematically, and I just couldn't believe it. Suddenly, exactly the same thing that you look at, you can describe in a completely different way. My name is Michelle Simmons, and I'm the director of the Center of Excellence for Quantum Computation and Communication Technology at UNSW, and I'm also the founder and CEO of Silicon Quantum Computing. For the whole of human history, we've known the world is made up of very small components, atoms. But it really wasn't until the 1980s that for the first time we saw atoms using scanning tunneling microscope. My work has been all about taking that microscope, not just to image atoms, but to manipulate them and put them exactly where we want to create new devices that didn't exist before. So what's really exciting about this technology is that in 2017, we set up Silicon Quantum Computing, which is Australia's first quantum computing company. Even more incredible is it's the only company in the world that can manufacture with atomic precision. So our talent to make the whole quantum computer is already here. Our mission is to build the world's first error-corrected quantum computer, but to build it here in Australia. When we created the company, we actually had the government, university and industry all coming together to help form the company. Every industry that relies on data will be impacted by quantum computing. So whether it's the airline industry in reducing the fuel costs, whether it's making more efficient fertilizers for the agricultural industry, or even for the medical industry in reducing the time it takes to do drug designs. To receive the Prime Minister's Prize for Science, honestly, I'm, I'm just over the moon. I guess it's real recognition of a quarter of a century's worth of dedicated work to try and build something quite unique, to try and control the atomic world. Professor Simmons, would you like to say a few words to us all? So, I'm incredibly lucky. I absolutely love what I do, and I literally bounce out of bed every day to get to work. Prime Minister, I can't tell you how grateful I am to be here today, and thank you for this award. Over the past 25 years, I've had many amazing people come from all over the world to join my team at UNSW, and together we've created technologies that are globally unique in building electronic devices with the highest precision that mankind has at its disposal. We remain the only company in the world that can manufacture with atomic precision. We've been supported by political giants, and yes, I'm looking at you, Minister Husek down there, and really honestly, people from all sides of politics, and of course, UNSW Sydney. Three vice-chancellors have got behind us, Fred, Ian, and Attila, and to all those people in this room who have helped us, I say thank you. But it's not just our pioneering technology that's unique, but it is the dynamic and exciting team that we currently have. Diverse, dedicated, highly skilled, and exuberant, they capture the inimitable Australian spirit as we take on the challenge to build a whole new computing industry right here in Australia. I'm incredibly proud of my team. They mean the world to me. And finally, to Tom, uh, the most intelligent, independent, creative thinker I've ever met. We met 21 years ago at this event in the Great Hall of Parliament House. <laughs> so it's a very special night. His expectation of me is to make it to 100, not just to ensure that we see the benefits of the technology that we've developed, but also because we're both rather looking forward to the many grandchildren we're hoping from, from Blue, Jack and Bondo, 
who are sitting behind them there, who I adore. So it definitely looks like I have my work cut out for me in so many ways, so thank you. Congratulations, Professor Simmons. How wonderful. MC Dr. Vanessa Perotta thanking Prime Minister's Prize winner Michelle Simmons. And you can hear Michelle presenting the ABC's Boyer Lectures on RN starting this week, 9.30 on Sunday morning, repeated on Tuesdays. And she waxed lyrical just then about the warmth and friendliness of collaboration in science. So good to hear in these troublesome times, don't you think?